Do any men play cornhole? The instructions are simple. Just come over and drop your drawers and you open the episode with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good opening. Three beers, two. We're back finally. Yes. What a one week hiatus. That's too long. I think it was multiple weeks. Yeah. Multiple weeks? Two week hiatus. Two yeah. week hiatus. Well, sorry, guys. We're back. We got Fab, Bonk, and Jeej, the Jeej, with Hog here. Let's do it, guys. Let's kick it right off. Well, first, actually, let's introduce our beers. Bonk, you mind uh, giving us an introduction of said beer? Yeah, I don't mind at all. Um, you want to crack it before we uh, introduce it? Yeah, let's let's crack it first, boys. What do we got? What's the uh, the Buddha beer? It's called the Lucky Buddha. The Lucky Buddha. And the, the theme this week is uh, Southeast Asia. I know China kind of doesn't really. They're close to Southeast Asia, so good enough. But uh, this one's a Chinese beer. And I'm looking on the back. The thing that really jumped at me was the Buddha is the bottle. So you can make a hookah out of this or something. It's pretty cool. I love it. So we got the Buddha beer. What's the, and then we got the other two here. What, what are they? Uh, Singha is uh, one you've probably heard about if you've been to a Thai restaurant. It's a Thai beer, lager. It's all, they're all lagers. And the third one is uh, Hinano Tahiti. And it's the Tahiti's national beer. I don't know if it's the only beer they make, but it's the only one that uh, was on the shelf. So I took it <laughs> and then paid for the beer. How strong are these? They're four and a half percent for the Buddha beer? Four and a half Buddha. Lucky Buddha. Buddha. Yeah. Five. And okay. then a fiver. Okay. That's not bad for a lager. Yeah. Take it. Awesome. Well, you guys just want to go straight into beat or leet and just knock this thing out? Sure. <laughs> All right. Beat or leet. Beat or leet. I'm going to kick us off. Uh, I want to talk about Tua as my elite. I know most people will think it's a beat, but um, the dude got killed. Got absolutely murdered. His hip was fractured. Was it fractured? Dislocated. Dislocated. Um, I've heard that injury is like your world is falling apart. Absolutely miserable. And it sucks, but I hear he's going to make a full recovery. That's what they say, right? His, His surgeon said it was a good procedure. Prognosis was good. Correct. Yeah. Right? So why do I think this is elite? We look at Aaron Rodgers. We look at uh, Russell Wilson. These guys fell into really good situations, unlike going to a dysfunctional team like the Redskins or the, maybe the Dolphins right now. If he does drop, I think he'll drop to a team, maybe the I don't know Patriots at thirty-two. Sorry, Fab. <laughs> don't want to don't want you to jump off a cliff. Uh, but he's going to drop to a team that is going to be a good situation for him. I think. Right. So yes, elite. He will get paid if he gets drafted early. If he gets drafted early, or elite, he will go to a team that has a good structure in place. Let's look at uh, Lamar Jackson, doing really well on a really good team, right? If he is on, let's say, I don't know, the Redskins right now or something, it's not the same Lamar Jackson, right? Correct. So I don't know. I think I think the dude. I think it's it's not the best situation, but it could be a lot worse. When when is the official medical? A prognosis i know that surgery went well but that's a lot of the things that the gms are saying we don't even have an opinion until we figure out he is good to go or not i think what the three to four months they said and then you could start uh i don't know it was football activities yeah the term they use it'll i mean if you're sick of hearing about Tua's hip now just get ready because you're going to hear about it for the next six or seven months i think right in april you can just turn off your tv yeah and delete twitter get rid of all your social media so the combine in february will be huge for him i'm guessing if it is a three or four month process he probably won't work out but he will be there get measured do all the interviews and whatnot and then it'll be up to him maybe they'll schedule the alabama pro day later on 
yeah, to allow I, him to throw, and then he'll just do a bunch of team visits as well. I mean, before he didn't have to throw. He didn't have to do a pro day. Right. But now, for sure, he. I think you're absolutely right. I think Alabama will definitely cater to him. He'll do a, a very scripted pro day, and it'll look great. I, hopefully it does. I mean, yeah. I think he'll still get drafted. They'll wanna, like, the teams will want to see him moving around in the pocket, do some rollouts, and just show what kind of mobility he has. Yeah. And I think similar to what you said about Lamar Jackson, he will be an enticing prospect for a later team or for a team that does have an early pick in the first round, they might trade back into the later first round to grab him. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams do that because with the first round pick, the team has a fifth year option, whereas with all other rookies, they only have four year deals. So if you hit on a rookie and you've got the fifth year option, that can be huge because then that's another year of you paying him, you know, 13 or whatever million dollars instead of like a market rate for a quarterback, which would be 25. Very cost controlled. So don't be surprised if like the Redskins or somebody, if somebody goes like Chase Young, number one overall, yeah, uh, they might then look to trade back into the bottom of the first round to grab Tua. I think the happen. the first pick is going to be very valuable this year. For just for if you don't want to draft, uh, you don't want Chase Young or you don't want a quarterback, right. you can move back and collect a lot of draft capital. Uh, yeah, so look to see him. He'll go in the first round, one hundred percent, just for that fifth year. Right, yeah. I think so. If he doesn't have any major setbacks with it between now and April, I don't think he's going to fall out of the first round, and I think he'll go higher than the 20 through 30th spot. Um, teams like San Diego Chargers would love a guy like Tua. Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, Rivers might be going to the Bears, so that that's a rumor I've been hearing. But Somebody else said he would be very interested in playing for the Titans. You know who wants to play for the Bears? Well, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Uh, I was going to think of a Panthers quarterback who doesn't. Who does not want to play for the Panthers anymore? Yeah, that's true. He said his one team he wants to play for is the Bears. I think. I don't know if Chicago can was it the Bears, uh, handle right? his fashion. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> I think he came out and he said the one team I'd want to play for is the Bears. The right? scarf game would be strong. Though. The scarf game would be fire. Yeah, Philip did say. Well, he didn't say. It's a rumor that he wants to go to the Titans because it's close to his uh, hometown of. Decatur, Alabama, I believe. Um, Somewhere in the southeast. Is, I, I think he's about two hours away from. I forget. Is he from the southeast or is he from like Boston? No, I, I think he's a Boston guy. Yeah. yeah, he's a southie. He's got that accent. He needs a mansion for all those kids. <laughs> the home values it buys a lot more in the yeah. southeast. <laughs> oh my god. He's he's concerned about the square feet. All right, all right. Well, that's enough on Tua. Uh, I want to talk about my beat, and I'm sorry, Jeej, I have to bring it up. So I bet the money line on my Cardinals, almost won. It. I had a five-team parlay. All four hit. It would have been fifty dollars to win thirty five hundred. Hurts my soul. But at the end, when we uh, <laughs> we lateraled thirty yards into the end zone and went uh, plus ten or minus ten, didn't affect me. I don't. I didn't care at that point. But man, a lot of people lost a lot of money on that game. Oh, did they? I didn't. I didn't notice. You, you didn't I, notice. I didn't catch that. You weren't did texting you guys cut me. him yet. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but that dude. Just ruined my night. Uh, the the uh, what was that? Uh, what do you, what do you kind of call that play? Where you just lateral it over and over and over. Uh, it's not a hail mary because no, that's like not a, a hail mary, not a fumble ruski. No, that's just a lateral pass. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. as yeah. long as it's not forward pass. I, and it was Larry Fitzgerald, wasn't it? I don't know. Larry Fitzgerald Dude. laid the wood on Bosa. By the way, you I saw that, that highlight. That's that pretty good. It was amazing. He cracked back him. It was a good hit. It was a lineman who was down on the ground with the ball in his hand, being touched by a. 49ers player that just hiked it backwards basically <laughs> he was yards it had to be the long snapper because that thing went was, i think it was a spiral the distance 
Yeah, that sucks, man. So a lot Better of people. Than he passed Rivers through on Monday night. So Bonk had the game at ten and a half. Didn't bother him one bit. Yeah, you got to buy that half. You point. You got to buy that half point, babe. Yeah. You had the game at ten, so you got to push. At least no, it wasn't no, no, that no, bad. No. Oh, what happened? I thought I had it at nine and a half, but that was a long time ago, so I don't remember. Maybe I had it at ten. I thought you You're had right. it. At 10. I had it at ten. You had it at ten. It was just worst push. push. So I can't say it's. Could have been ever. It could have been worse. Didn't lose. Some guys had it at nine and a half though. Yeah. The, the the points are moving towards the Cardinals at the the start of the game. Yeah, yeah. Ten push, not horrible, but wow. That yeah, dude. Uh, it sucks, man. It sucks. Uh, I don't feel bad at all. My no. team. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it, those losses are great for me. Like it sucks, but you have. <laughs> I wanted the money, thirty five hundred dollars. That would have been great. Uh, but come April, it doesn't matter. I'm glad we lose these games not you know like whatever this better draft pick yeah I, the lions game we tied i wish we would i was at the game i wish we would have lost the game a tie does me nothing you just want to see progress out of kyler and then the highest draft pick you can and get i've seen that draft, i've yeah. seen kyler murray it impressed me this especially the last three games how confident were you when there was four minutes left it looked like the 49ers were on their last drive and the garoppolo throws a pick i was i was screaming I was yeah. screaming. I was so happy. 99% chance to win there. I was going to hedgehog. I was going to hedgehog because my last game was the Chiefs minus three, and that was Monday night. I love making my last part of the bet Monday night so I can think about it and hedge. I was going to bet $1,000 on the Chargers, but the line had moved so much, I could have I gotten a great deal on that. I was going to hedge minus three or minus, even uh, oh, plus six, excuse me, for the Chargers. And I could have won both if it hit in the middle. That would have been great. A thousand bucks. Either way, I won a grand or twenty five hundred. Basically, that would have been awesome. Thank you, Cardinals. You're the worst. Sorry, hog. It's all good. I'm really used to disappointment as a Cardinals fan. Jeej, what do you got, man? Beat your lead. Uh, so also has to do with Philip Rivers, but the <laughs> let's put the 2004 quarterback class out to pasture. Um, Eli's benched. Rivers is benched, or sorry, hasn't gotten benched yet, should be benched, and Roethlisberger uh, is a 350-pound <laughs> lineman, <laughs> nose tackle right now. But th- unfortunately, one of the best QB classes of all time, uh, it's it's done. Just We, They got Rudolph in place in Pittsburgh. He's all, obviously super good. Really oh handsome guy, not a, hit, not a huge head at all that you want to punch <laughs> um, or hit with a helmet. And then, obviously, Rivers – Seven picks in two games is just uh, still not as much that's as James. A whole nother level, whole nother level right there. No. Yeah, it's still still less than James. Oh, I can get into James one one tweets if you want. No, we don't have enough time. In this his podcast. comparisons are fantastic. And then Eli, who's never really been good, he had two Super Bowl runs. Obviously, a lot of luck involved there. But so R.I.P. QB class of two thousand four. Um, you're uh, you're leaving one out there, Jeej. There was a fourth member drafted in the first round in 2004. J.P. Mosman, the Hall of Famer, a Bills quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he he was a quarterback. <laughs> oh, God, obscure Bills trivia on three beers too. That's true. Uh, as none of you know who he is, obviously he was no, wildly I, he's successful. Got a, he's got a rocket of an arm. I remember he that. He does huge arm. How's he looking? Short. Looks great. Short. Pretty good in short. Yeah. Not quite as good as Josh Allen, but no. similar. Uh, very athletic. Could run. A little smaller hands. Scramble. Yeah, not as big of the hands. I think he was only like six two. Not you know the imposing six five that Josh Allen is. His website would have looked identical to Josh Allen's though. Probably. Yeah, I love Josh Allen. But anyway, website. he he kind of was ahead of the curve. He was the first guy in the class of two thousand four. To be like, you know what? Maybe the NFL isn't Not for me. Right. So See? Everybody else is just following him. Smart. Yeah. 
So for my elite hog, uh, it kind of goes along with Ben Roethlisberger. It's it's gain season, right? Everyone's trying to tack on mass, and Roethlisberger has Excel. probably done the best job I've ever seen of tacking on mass. This, he looks disgusting this fall. He's tried every pierogi in Pittsburgh at least ten times each. Um, I haven't seen his rankings yet, but I'm interested in those. Tweet him out, Ben, if you got him. Three beers, too. Uh, how long do you think it takes him to go through a punch card at Primanti Brothers? A week, <laughs> week and a half to get that 10th Assume, sandwich? Assuming it's 12, maybe it's 10. I give him five days. Five days. At the most. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever had. So, anyway, the lead is his skill attacking on mass, and then he has a new career as the Steelers' new right guard. Because Rudolph's obviously not going anywhere, and Roethlisberger can't throw anymore. He's got you know a floppy elbow. So right guard, put him in. Mike Tomlin, it's an, it's a plug-in. It's a plug-in. It's a win. Actually, a pouncy. Put him in the center. He's out. So yeah. Put him. Put pouncy in. His suspension has got reduced a game. Yeah. Yeah. Went from yeah. three to two. Two games. Two games. I mean, the game he comes back early against the Cardinals. Why not? Why not try Roethlisberger out of center? Yeah. He can run the offense. Clearly, Mason Rudolph can't do it. He'll he, run the offense from the center position, use his left arm to snap it, yeah. and then just sit down because he's he doesn't have to move. Up space. Yeah. He could just sit there. He's so massive and disgusting. <laughs> his photo from the sideline the other day was disgusting. Oh, man. He looks like a homeless person. Do you think he hates Mason Rudolph's face as much as everybody else does? <laughs> I hate his face. You know, they, was it GQ or something? The world's sexiest man or whatever? You know so what? Roethlisberger was number one. Clearly. No, I was gonna say the world's like punchable face. It'd be Mason Rudolph, a hundred percent. Like you look at, like, I just yeah. want to punch you, yeah. or hit you with a helmet. <laughs> Thank you, Miles Garrett. I can't blame him. Is that so, a bad yeah, take? No, another a good comparison, take. Roethlisberger. I noticed Matt Patricia with that gross beard oh, and the pencils sticking out of his ear. Roethlisberger's hasn't gotten to the pencil yet. He's not smart enough. <laughs> Patricia, he's just working his way up to a crayon. <laughs> Oh, I would love to see that photo. Yeah. That's good. Twins. Bonk. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to start out with Elite. Um, go off script here. Does it have to be sports related? No, man. Just no. Give, All give right. Well, I'm going to audible. I think my Elite is the uh, Atlanta International Airport Delta Lounge Concourse B. <laughs> wow. You know, um, most of the Three Beers 2 listeners are probably folks that private have private jets or charter their own jets. But for the yeah. folks that ride Gen Pop coach and yeah. frequent airport lounges, I'm telling you, this is the elite of the elitist. It is the biggest one. It has like 86,000 outlets for all your devices and all that stuff. And Hog, do you know why that's the most elite? Why, why is it the most elite? The, the drinks are free 99, my friend. You don't have to pay anything. I mean, tip your bartender. Always do that. Um, yeah. And when you go... Um, it's worth the trek from like Concourse E to Concourse B because it's just so big. And try this maneuver when you leave and you go on your flight and you're about to brown out and just fall asleep. You get a to-go coffee cup. Okay. You get a vodka soda or the drink of your choice. Um, and you're just in your little cubicle sitting there charging your phone and watching Netflix. And you dump the vodka soda into the to-go coffee cup. And then yeah. you have a drink to start the flight because oh they don't goodness. serve for like an hour. I'm just, it's the way to travel. How do you get into that lounge? Does it cost money? There's three ways. Uh, you are an American Express card holder or a Delta, um, whatever credit card they have. Yeah. Or you, or you, you're savvy and you sneak in. <laughs> Recommend the sneak in. <laughs> Recommend the sneaks. Uh, sneak in would be 
tough. Sneaking will be tough, but bring some ones if you sneak in. Yeah. You want to tip your bartender. Always tip your yeah. bartender. Because they're yeah. not going to care at that point. Right. No. Yeah, no, no one's going to care. They want they want their little ones and fives. So, but the drinks are free, man. It's yeah. it's great. It's a good place. It's a way to travel. That's awesome. That that is elite. Yeah. We can all agree on that. Elite. Yeah. Concourse B. Atlanta Airport. Yeah, Delta most of Lodge. our listeners are high rollers, private jets. Right. Our pe- yeah, our Patreon page is right. full of these. High I mean, rollers. it's the people just who listen on Spotify versus Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it's weird. The guy from Finland still has not emailed us. I'm assuming he's one of those high rollers. Yeah. <laughs> Norway too. Their Scandinavian oh, dedicated listenership. Yeah, <laughs> they are really interested in three beers too. All right. Well, that's your lead. What what, what kind of beat you got for us? So for the beat, um, I'm going to go with. California football and uh, specifically NFL and the Power Five uh, Division One teams, Cal, Stanford, USC, and UCLA. Yeah. All beat, man. I'm telling you, like, first, Rams, uh, yes, they have a winning record, shell of themselves. They represented the NFC in the Super Bowl last year. No chance of making it. They're garbage. Chargers, uh, I'm not going to steal Gigi's thunder, but the most excruciating, painful team to watch in the NFL this year because they're underachievers. You expect yeah. the shit from the Bengals, the Redskins, the Dolphins. The Chargers should not be 4-7. and seven. And the Raiders have a nice little season going, but guess fucking what? They're not a California team. They're moving to Vegas. Yeah. Is it next year? It's next year. Yeah, so yeah. throw that, throw them out. That's yeah. like the best story this year. And then Cal and Stanford, completely irrelevant, both with either losing record or 5-5. Five and five. And if you look at the last 10 or 15 years, I mean, those teams have produced Aaron Rodgers from Cal, Jared Goff from Cal, Andrew Luck from Stanford, and they've been in, well, at least Stanford, BCS Bulls, but just totally irrelevant, off yep. the map. UCLA is a fucking dumpster fire. It's a train wreck. I mean, Chip Kelly, it worked at Oregon. It is not working. No. They lost to Utah by like 50 last week. Yep. Oklahoma completely embarrassed them, which you're probably happy about early in the season. But that was nice. Just trash. And yep. then USC, okay, they're ranked 23rd. They're 7-4, and four, but that is a complete – just just lose another game, fire Clay Helton, and hire – Yep, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, you know what? The best thing that could probably happen to them is that Ohio State blows the doors off Penn State this week, and they're calling James Franklin. They need they need a figurehead there because they're a glamour university, and they need someone that can recruit. Yeah, and they're just not getting the recruits to have all those teams completely irrelevant. USC irrelevant because they're not in the college national championship talk, and they haven't been since week two. I mean, that's just it's just totally beat. They should not be this bad. Do you think if Cliff Kingsbury goes to USC and the Cardinals don't recruit him, it's a different story? Originally, he was the offensive coordinator, right? Cardinals came in, offered him, bought him out. Yeah, USC. He, he was there for like a move. month. He went from offensive coordinator at USC to head coach of the Arizona yeah. Cardinals. I mean, you lateral can't pass move. that up, right? Right. You no. get fired as a lateral move. You, you get fired from your alma mater at AM. You go to USC, which is an amazing job normally, offensive right. coordinator, and then the Cardinals pick him up. Is it a different season for USC? I, I don't. I don't. Probably. Not, these aren't his recruits, but yeah, I mean, just look not. at the last decade. Since Carroll left in 10 or 11, they've had Lane Kiffin, drunk-ass Sarkeesian, <laughs> and Clay Hilton, who's just not the figurehead, like, yeah. glamour guy they need in Hollywood to recruit these. I mean, they're, they're not getting the best recruits in California, and they're USC, who's had seven Heismans, and, you know, how are they this bad? You know who they did have for a little while, though? Ed Orgeron, Cocho. <sighs> Oh, he's not okay. doing anything right now, right? No, no, he hasn't well, done anything. He's great where he is. Oh yeah, you know he what his beat would be to coach Louisiana. You know State. what his beat would be right now is recording post-game speeches. Yeah, that would be his beat. Roll Tide, fuck you. I, I mean, go Is he still on the team? That player, like, that is terrible. Yeah, was he periscoping that? 
I have so. Wow, Maybe TikTok. I'm not sure. What terrible. The it was the best days. thing I've ever seen. It was the best thing I've ever seen, but recording it and putting it on the yeah, internet the fact was that terrible. That is like, yeah, yeah. Everyone cares about that? Yeah. No, I mean, probably just, um, it, You're absolutely right. I think that team needs... It's a glamour program, but is the... We haven't talked about this yet. Is the NCA paying athletes soon? Is that going to change California's dynamic? Or is that going to change the dynamic of these big teams like you see in baseball, being able to pay all this money and get all the big names? This is tough. I mean, I can't believe we didn't even think about this. This is that's a big. With the amount of boosters and money and history and tradition, I mean, it's gonna they're gonna be relevant for years to come. And they're still relevant soon. in the media because we always talk about how bad they are the last ten years anyway. Yeah, but you've got to think that once that rule changes, that teams like USC are, are the blue bloods, if you will, are going to have a huge leg up. Over it's going to destroy. The fun, the the parody of much parody, but there is like USC is such a great team, and now they're not. Like I, I'm gonna hate watching them win, like the Yankees year after year after year. I'm just like, God, yeah. Wouldn't it be terrible to have it, like man. a college football playoff where you knew at the beginning of the year it was gonna be one of two teams? In fact, you could probably pick the two teams that would be in the championship. <laughs> like I don't know, Clemson and Alabama. Alabama yeah, that would just be. The I worst. agree. I agree. It's some recruiting and boosters. My I, question I is the. You know, the critiques of USC and all that are that they're not getting the recruits they used to. Where are all these, you know, five-star stud recruits from California going? Because it's not showing up in any of the California programs. Right? Are they going all the way to Clemson or Alabama? Or are they going? They're not going to Texas, right? No. no they're not way. going to Arizona or Arizona State. Nope. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I think That's it's, a tough one. It's unknowable. Uh, I mean, it's unknowable. That's yeah, where we're at. At this point in time, it is. Clearly, we haven't done enough. We need some today. very dedicated college football <laughs> fans, the type who like yeah. tweet at recruits. You know, when yeah. you're a 35 year old man tweeting at a 17 year old, uh, we need you to weigh in and let us. Where do the stud <laughs> Reggie Bushes of 2019? Where are they going? Not in California. I think Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, PJ Fleck. Oh. Here we go. They heard about rowing a boat and they yeah. just were intrigued. Yeah, they're, they live by the beach, so they're, they're used to the boats. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, thanks for that, Fab. You're up, so, man. What do you got? Beat or leap? All right. My beat, speaking of Minnesota, friend of the program, avid listener, cheese, a proud Minnesotan, did not attend the University of Minnesota, but roots for them religiously. He placed a preseason wager on the University of Minnesota, the Gophers, yeah. to win the national championship in football, college football. $200 at 500 to 1. Quick public math, that's $100,000 if they win. Goo. Well, that took a hit. We were there with Cheese when Minnesota beat Penn State. That was when I would say it peaked. Wow. Huge moment. Minnesota cracks the top 10. They were ranked number eight. Everybody was arguing about whether or not they were too high or too low. They were undefeated. Next week, they go out. They lose a close one to Iowa. Yeah. The path is still there. What? They could the win ESPN out. ESPN college go playoff to the Big Ten predictor. championship game, beat Ohio State, and get in. But I think everyone would be a lot more confident. And it would be a better story if they were going into that game against Ohio undefeated. State undefeated. Yeah, absolutely. You have to. Big difference. Although, I mean, like we said, PJ Fleck mastermind shaved his head. Maybe it was all a diversion. Maybe he lost the game on purpose on so purpose. that Ohio State comes in overconfident to yep. the Big Ten championship. Oh, that's that's could next be. level. He's playing 3D chess. Yeah. We're just playing checkers. He's playing 3D chess. So anyway, shout out to Cheese. We were really hoping to have him on, um, you know, the verge of winning $100,000. Yeah. Could still happen, but uh, not as likely You as could hedge was. that so easily, too. 100K? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> A lot of movement. We were discussing it earlier with our in-resident 
betting expert Jeej about ways to hedge. He seemed to think that you had to wait until at least after the Big Ten championship game, like presuming that Minnesota would be one of the four teams selected. You could, yeah. You, I think to actually hedge it, yes, but you can also sell sell your uh, bet slips yeah. uh, on websites, although it would have a significantly less value before the Big Ten what, championship What's the uh, website? I, I've seen it all the time. I love that website. Yeah. God, I'll figure it out. I'll put it in there. But there's a website. You, yeah, I don't know. It's amazing. I think, yeah, it's a My Nigerian Prince for You. You <laughs> dot sell net. it to them. They, dot net. they mail you a, a telegram with a Western Union slip for a money order. Yeah. And you just have to wait four weeks to cash it. Oh, yeah. That website's called PropSwap. Yeah, thank you. PropSwap. Uh, yeah, PropSwap is awesome. And uh, if you go on there or you go like, uh, Twitter prop swap. You can see these guys selling their crazy bets, and it's it's pretty badass. Pretty badass. That's one I, of the websites you don't have to turn your Bluetooth off for, right? No, that's not a Bluetooth. Uh, that's not the checklist you have to do before you go to the restroom. Is that, that that's just leet, right? That was my beat. 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 Yeah, it was a great story, but it looks yeah. like it. It's not over yet. So, could he double down? What's this? What's what's the odds well, now? His his bets over now. Why? Well, the one he made at the beginning of the year is... I mean, there's still a chance, babe. They're not mathematically eliminated. Okay, okay. You're, right, you're right, you're right. So what is on, it? You said 300 to 1 still? On Bavada, that bet doesn't die until yeah. the oh, day no. after the championship yeah. game. You're so right. So that's you're true. Right. Even with the loss, there's still better odds than when he initially placed it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah. what, what's your lead? My lead would be a young man, 23 years old, by the name of Ben Pats. Okay. Started betting in high school on some boxing stuff. Built up a savings account, whatever. Burned it all again, and then got really heavy into parlays. Supposedly, has made six hundred seventy-two thousand dollars in three weeks. Does he bet on boxing only, or is no, he no, no. branched and out? Now he's anything? mostly football. Wow. Yeah. Does he do like a? You could post his picks, and you just follow. Uh, he's him? only the only ones he's shown are ones that he's won. He doesn't like of have course. a site or anything where he's posting these crazy yeah. ones. Now he lives in New York, but. Betting is illegal in New York, like it is in a lot of places. So the you know upstanding citizen that he is, he drives across this bridge into New Jersey to, to Jersey. place his bets. Yeah, FanDuel. Is that uh, what he does? I forget which one he uses. Yeah, one of those. But one of those, one of those websites for the kids. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's making a ton of money, hand over fist. And he said he one of the key lessons he's learned early on with these parlays is to go money line because he said he realized the teams don't care about the spread. Unless you're, you know, a Tim Donahue NBA basketball team. Oh my god! But I hate him because they hated do the Suns. care about winning. So he bets parlays based on who he thinks is going to win money line, and then goes from there. I love that. I've actually never really thought about that because you're right. Because they could be down one, and they'll just take a knee. No one gives a yep. shit. Right. It's all the money line. Good for him. So, so we, are, we, are we doing 15 game money line parlays? We, now? Is that the plan? You and I went what seven Locking and zero, seven and one last week. We could yeah, have we could have won. So I, the game I pushed, so I had a tacked a one on the end of it. But I think I was seven one and one last week. Yeah, last week was good for so us. So I would have lost because that one game. But uh, that's awesome. So I want to meet this guy. That's my elite. Uh, we'll see if he keeps going. I mean, chances are he could run out of all of his money tomorrow. Who knows? Let's have him on the cast. Him and the Jeej okay. can him and the give their, go their picks. All right, I'm formulating a uh, six game NFL money line parlay. All right, for, uh, beep boop boop. For the Jeej. For anyone that uh, donates on Patreon, you get the six-team money line parlay. Lock he'll of the week. You, he'll give you three legs of it for free on the on the podcast here. Jeej was underselling it. This is a mortgage money line parlay. This is a mortgage. Drop the mortgage on it. 
You can win $3.2 billion. <laughs> <laughs> and you only have to win once. Then yeah. you're set for life. Then, you're yeah, set then for it's life. done. It's yeah. easy. Um, what do you guys think of this? Why didn't we think of this before? I don't know, because we're not smart. Um, what do you guys think of this Buddha beer? The Happy happy Buddha? Lucky Buddha. So I I cracked it. The bottle's fantastic. Probably one of the top beer bottles I've ever seen. This is the one. This is number one, right? It might be, yeah. yeah. It has to be. Yeah, Buddha. It yeah. can't be Buddha. Yeah. But as soon as the pop... The top popped off, got a strong whiff of Heineken, and it didn't go away. Heineken, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's whatever. So the strong whiff of Heineken, took a swig. I give it the Heineken-Carlsberg combo, um, and it's a, it's a decent, easy-drinking beer. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the Dutch to repackage their beer in a stylish Buddha-shaped bottle. Wow. And sell it to China, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's the same color as the Heineken, too. Also true, green bottle. Yeah, it's got to be the same. And a Carlsberg. hundred marketers over there in <laughs> yeah. Amsterdam. They only make green bottles in Holland. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you, Bonk? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, it's it's average. I, mean, I, I wouldn't, you know, kick it out of bed. I, I think it's it's a it's decent. I mean, if I was going to the store, I would probably get a, a Nick Lachey, also known as a Miller Lite. I'm, I'm a little excited for this thing. Uh, to be honest. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Little booty. Fab, Fab, what do you got? What, what do you think? Again, going back to the bottle, it's kind of what sticks out about this beer. I said it earlier, but I think Coca Cola should use the same concept and make a Santa Claus themed Coca Cola oh. bottle around that. What about holiday. a polar bear? Polar one. bear as well. Yep. And uh, I think they could sell a ton of them. I think I'll tag Coca Cola in this and then try to see if they'll. I mean, yeah, Coca Cola, if you want to make a three beers, two edition Coke for yeah. the holidays. Why would cool. they jump on this? Bowl season? Whatever. Yeah. For the kids. In the shape of a football? Wait, what? Done. Oh my goodness! Bets are happening. Yeah, I mean, if Disney made one, it would be Mickey Mouse ears sticking out the sides that used as a handle. Wouldn't just, put it past him. I'm just saying. Now that Disney app's out, do it. What is this? The singer? No, that's not singer. This is the Tahiti. We got the Tahiti. The weird thing. A lot of these uh, this Asian Tahitian? beers. Like, why is it? Is it eleven point one five fluid ounces? How do they get that? Like, why don't you oh, just make it twelve? That's so communist. There's probably some kind of law or import export thing. Is I don't know. Eleven point one five. I'm pretty sure is a prime number. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, I think it might have something to do with their relabeling for the U.S. And this is just a complete guess, but oh, different most units. Con- most countries are metric, and it's probably like oh. Oh, 200 man. centiliters or some shit. I don't know. That is, it's Whatever obviously 200 centiliters. Ounces. So they, they convert, they directly convert the 100 centiliters or whatever it is to our awesome imperial system. That's Which makes so, a lot of sense. That's so money in every aspect. Well, let's, let's crack the Tahitian beer. Hey guys, get on Patreon, donate to the podcast. We'll call it locks of the week. We'll call it you on the, uh, the podcast. You can join the show, ask us a question or you can even pick the beers we drink on the podcast. Get on Patreon slash 3Beers2 and donate. We have a winner, guys, for our first $100 gift giveaway. Gift giveaway? $100. I got to find it. Sven from Sweden? Sven. No, we have Adre Rogers at Dre2124. He was on our Seeing Ghost. You guys saw Sam Darnold, Seeing Ghost, right? Ghost with him and Bill Belichick. Classic he, movie post. He tagged his buddy. He also retweeted. So, Dre, at Dre2124, go ahead and uh, DM me on Twitter. $100, either you want uh, PayPal or Amazon gift card, let me know, and we'll send it to you. Sweet, guys. Uh, what, what's next? What are we going to do next? 
just another movie poster or you guys want to talk about something what do you what do you want to hear from a fan hmm what movie poster? Oh God, it's going to be so hard. To so I, I kind of want, I kind of want uh, Philip Rivers in the Bird Box with like the he's got the football and he's like confused in the, whoa, whoa, the, the, whoa, wait, the wait, blindfold. Wait, 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 wait! You mean Jameis Squinston in yeah. Bird Box? He can't see. He needs contacts. Jameis Squinston. Oh my God! We could Rivers is a good idea. Yeah. But that for the bird box thing, I think it's got to be. You go crazy legs. Got to be Jameis. Kramis. Okay. Well, you ever see him try to see the scoreboard? I'd, I'd, it's incredible. His I eyes hate are to watch him because he's squinting so. I hard. hate to watch him. Are you kidding me? You love watching. I him. love watching. It's like a train wreck. <laughs> it's magical. You'd be like, no, please, move. never mind. This is great. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, this is good. Go Bam. Just flop the ball out yeah. straight up in the air for no reason. Oh, crazy legs. Yeah. All right. Well, um, beer number two. We're drinking it. You guys want to throw something? At something? I think we should throw. All right, uh, Bonk, you feeling like you, your arms warmed up? How's your arm feeling right now? I've got a rotator cuff problem. Gigi is in a real good position. Oh, like he's in a good spot. Here. Give me a yeah. second. I got to look. He was ready to go. Yeah. All right, send it. For? Uh, Wyoming? Yeah. Cheyenne? Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Yeah. Cowboys up. I don't... It's broke back Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Yeah. Jackson. Yeah, I guess Cheyenne's closest. It Cheyenne. was like some weird. Yeah, Cheyenne. Sorry. Cheyenne. Doesn't Garth Brooks sing about that? I was that? going for Salt Lake because I feel like they had some weird. Beaches shit. of Cheyenne, which makes a lot of sense. I don't Question know. mark? <laughs> Question mark? Um, okay, I guess we're doing Cheyenne. You Cheyenne. got your. You have your. Yep, we're, we're good. Good. Don't act like you're not excited. I'm so pumped. Um, real quick, can I get a s- score update on the game? Please tell uh, me. It's 0 0. I'm winning all of my bets. <laughs> <laughs> projected way to go to win all my oh my god all right sweet by Fe- the way listeners i'm on both sides of this game <laughs> it's called a hedge and you're gonna lose the juice <laughs> i hedged before i started <laughs> all right fab you want to talk to me about something and um i'm a little confused i don't i don't know what this is about you said you want to talk about miles garrett yeah i think Why? he's a great Defensive end for the Cleveland Browns, uh, okay. generational prospect. He's going to have a great game next week. Backed right? it up, yeah. yeah. He's a uh, physical freak, extremely athletic, really savvy. Head for the game, yeah. Makes game changing plays. <laughs> uh, has a really good uh, dip and rip, and then also a swim technique, and then a club technique too, where he. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but. <laughs> Drops the offensive lineman's arms down when they're trying to block. Oh, that's very effective. So, by game changing play, you mean like you're winning by two scores. Yeah. End of the game. Yep. Eight seconds left. Game is over. Yeah. Physically impossible for the other team to win. Yeah. So then he does something so amazing. He changed the game. How how was that? It was cool. He uh, tackled Mason Rudolph. Yeah. After Mason Rudolph threw the ball, Mm -hmm. went down to the ground. Mason Rudolph took exception to that. Something about a punchable face. I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, Mason Rudolph must have heard Miles Garrett say something or wanted to assist him because he tried to take uh, Miles Garrett's helmet off. He wanted to hear him more clearly. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think yeah. he wanted. You know, he didn't want the face mask in the way. A more intimate conversation. Well, it's a big problem. That way. Yeah, yeah, big problem. So Mason Rudolph tries to rip Miles Garrett's helmet off as Miles Garrett is laying there on top of him. Apparently, Miles Garrett didn't like that, which was weird. I don't know. So now they're both standing up, shoving each other, you know, like, hey, you, no, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a couple of Pittsburgh Steelers offensive linemen are trying to separate them. They get them initially separated, and then Mason Rudolph decides to come yipping back in like a chihuahua uh, at a 
bulldog that's tied to a tree. Miles Garrett takes extreme exception to this and in one foul swoop while holding Mason Rudolph's helmet swings it over the head or over the top straight down onto Mason Rudolph's head strikes him. Now he did not hit him with the crown of the helmet. He hit him with the bottom of the helmet. So the argument has been made that he was just trying to put the helmet back on Mason. No Rudolph. targeting because it's not the crown of the helmet. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we are concerned about head injuries. He's like, this is a vital piece of safety equipment. You need to be wearing it. Has anyone brought up the fact that if Mason Rudolph's head was slightly smaller, it might have just slipped on? Yeah. Correct. I think and it would have just been like, wow. Ginormous. What a great guy. Good Miles looking Garrett. out, Miles yeah. Garrett. Great teammate. Walter Payton, man of the year. <laughs> you guys ever take a photo and it's just the awkward time where your face looks stupid or someone's face looks really dumb? I feel like that whole fight is that situation. Like every still photo, uh, Mason Rudolph looks ridiculous yeah my favorite was when the uh after he got struck in the head <laughs> by m- the safety expert miles garrett trying to put his helmet back on <laughs> safety yeah he gets truck stick by the lineman right oh my back uh, he in the back he goes to the ground and just clearly just mouths bitch <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole fight i was uh speaking of airport lounges i was in an airport lounge in san jose and i was so tired of this game. It was the most boring game I've ever watched in my life, I think. It was so boring. And I'm at the lounge and I'm, I look up and I see just the lineman kicking Miles Garrett. Like kicking him. Well, when you're watching it live, they didn't get, they didn't pan the camera back to it in time right. to see the helmet hit yeah. Rudolph's head. All you saw was Pouncey kicking the shit <laughs> out of someone. Yeah, like, what is happening? Yeah. Oh, he went to school with Aaron Hernandez. They're probably, he's yeah. about to murder someone. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that was yeah, great. we didn't see Miles Garrett trying to make the game OSHA compliant with the helmet. <laughs> we just saw Shut Pouncey up. kicking him in the face afterwards on the ground. So yeah, DeCastro and Pouncey grab Miles Garrett after he hits Mason Rudolph. They get on the ground, Pouncey starts kicking him, and then Mason Rudolph is kind of standing in the back, and on Gunjabi or something, a Browns defender comes running up full speed in the back, and Mason Rudolph takes him out. Wow. Wow. It was great. It was the NFL's malice in the palace. Like, it, they <laughs> completely lost control of the game. Yeah. It was incredible. I loved every moment. I was trying to explain to my poor bartender who spoke about three words in English, and um, she was 70 years old, how awesome this was, and she didn't give a shit. And it was just me in the lounge, and I was just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life, and no one else cared. You had no one to high five? No. It was terrible. I was so pumped up watching this. Thing. Oh my god, it was great. I lost money on that game because um, the Steelers suck. Yep. They are so bad. We won't talk about that. Yeah. But when two when the head coaches have to meet midfield before the game is over, you know some shit went down. So I can't wait for the rematch. This is gonna be awesome. Was two it in weeks, two weeks? Right? Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. That's gonna be good stuff. I mean Miles Garrett won't be playing. Pouncey won't be playing. <laughs> nope, Pouncey will be playing because he got a suspension reduced. No, no, um, yeah, he's three to two. Three to two, but three it's two. still he's two weeks. He's away. still gonna miss. They in no universe are they gonna let him play against oh, wait, the Browns again? Can we just stop this? How is he not playing? He's gonna not play against the Cardinals. He, he'll play against the Cardinals now. The Cardinals was his last suspension game. Three. Yeah. He'll still oh, be suspended uh, for the Steelers the, game. The game is three weeks from. That Thursday yeah. Night, so that yep. was, yep. Got it. Sweet man. I don't know. I think that was an awesome game. I can't wait for the rematch. It's gonna be great. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and I mean, uh, the Steelers are still in the thick of the playoff hunt. They're fighting for a wild card. The Browns could win out and be in it, but you know, statistically, they're probably not going to. 
I'd say the Steelers are just screwing themselves and hurting their draft chances, but who cares? Because they gave the Dolphins their right. The Dolphins Correct. they gave the, the Dolphins their Dolphins draft pick. So who cares? First round pick. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't was, matter. It was impressive though how quickly the NFL responded to it in that they suspended Miles Garrett for the rest of the season and then for the rest of time indefinitely. Yeah. And then Pouncey got three games reduced to two. Ugganjabi got one game. Which was upheld. Yep. And yeah. then uh I think Mason Rudolph is gonna get fined. Each organization was fined two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and then it just came out today that Miles Garrett appealed his suspension, was denied. But in the appeal process, uh, said that Mason Rudolph had called him some kind of racial slur, and that's yeah. what led to the helmet bashing. Uh, Miles Garrett's camp supposedly did not leak that. It was somebody from the NFL who leaked it. Uh, and the NFL, I think one of their spokesmen said that they reviewed the tape because they have microphones everywhere. They, have, they could hear everything. Every quarterback, every center, and at least one of the guards wears a microphone so that NFL films can make beautiful, beautiful cinema later. And uh, they reviewed the audio files and didn't find anything. Yeah, I mean, along those lines. If anything would happen, they would have the audio. He did kick him in the balls, but other than uh, he that, he did kick him, and then also it showed him maybe reaching for yeah, him too. Grundle sack. I mean, it I is. Mean, it, who doesn't it appreciate November? That? So men's health. Maybe it was just giving him a quick lump check. Testicular cancer. Check. Hey, that's nice. He's Again, good looking out. He helped Miles Garrett with a quick, you know, physical. Miles yeah. Garrett tried to help him. Like, hey, here's your helmet. You're supposed to wear this. That's people helping people. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, you have a mission. Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Bonk. Wait, isn't there only like 52 people that live in Wyoming? Yeah, but we can hear all of their stories. Oh, man. This is yeah, gonna they're be, just going to be, be like, referring to each other by name like, Susie, where are you? <laughs> yeah. I was at the damn Applebee's at 8 o'clock. <laughs> my name is Mike Smith. Uh, come meet me. I, what's the theme going to be? It's got to be real. I bet you they're super nice. Everyone uses real names. Yeah. Is my guess on That's the, the real. Yeah. Both. They're yeah. seriously, uh, I think there's under a million people that live in that state. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Well, we're about to expose you. So, Cheyenne, here we come. Let's see. What do we got? Bonk. College rankings. This is the best time of year. I say that a lot. This is the best time of year if you like college football, right? The college rankings come out. You start to see how your team can make it, if you can make it. You make out your own little path in your mind. It's fun. I, I, I like the, the human element. There will always be a human element to it. But I was it got me thinking. Um, and I don't, the person that comes to mind is Kirk Herbstreit, who's a super solid uh, game day announcer and everything, and has yeah. usually very good opinions, has been there doing it a long time. But he gets really big at the end on passing the eye test and who are the best four teams playing. So it got me thinking, like, who would, who would be better to make lines for the college games on Saturday? Yeah. Would it be the Vegas crew the Danny Sheridan the wise guys is what they usually call them really <laughs> the wise big. guys Danny Sheridan and, and team or would it be the team of the 12 or 18 committee members who are all like former secretaries of state and athletic directors extremely intelligent people who would be better at making the lines who do you think I mean the gambling I, experts 100% I'm gonna go with Vegas every, okay. all day okay I think that's you I think we can all agree on that yeah. so if they think that the best teams uh the best teams on the field should be playing each other. Why don't they just defer to the Vegas odds makers of who, like if Alabama was playing team X, Y, or Z, they would be favored in every game or LSU. You know what I'm saying? Who would yeah. be favored in the most games? They could figure out the top four. They don't do that. And this is why, because the resume and what you've done 
during the season matters. Yeah. For instance, if you know Clemson's best player, Trevor Lawrence, say he was out the first three games and they dumped went on three, and then he comes back and they go eight and three, and they could they would probably be favored in every other game minus Ohio State, right? Yeah. Should they be in the college football playoff? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. So there, it's it's really important that what you do, how you schedule, comes into it. And when they bitch about like they're not passing the eye test and they got upset one game, but fuck man, like they're not taking into account. Inj- if if we were just going to defer, we would just defer to the Vegas odds makers. All I'm yeah. saying, it's very important of what they did in the season. I think it's a tit for tat. You got to take into account both. Who would actually win when it's close? You go with the eye test. I got that, but. Like yeah. a two-loss team and a dude, no. Yeah, I, I I don't know. They're saying that there should be no subjectivity, but in the end, it's a bunch of people either making the lines in Vegas or a bunch of people making, you know, the rankings. But they're taking data, basing you know hard data on what what they're deciding. But it's still subjective because it's freaking people, and it's I, I like it. I still like it. I like debating about it, and I think they've done a good job so far. I should love it. Eight teams though. I, I agree. Or at least, yeah, six is hard because you, you can't give buys on a subjective basis, right? You can't do that. So you have to do eight, I think, if you're going to expand it at all. Eight power five conference winners, group of five team at large, and then two other at large teams. I love it. And I think eventually it might go that way. It's just more so money. It's just I, more money. I don't think you can just automatically put every power five conference winner in there because you're going to have a, I mean. A garbage team. Pac-12, you know. After dark, worst case scenario, you'd have an Oregon or a Utah. Like this year, yeah, but Pac-12 has some two-loss conference champions that should, frankly should not be in a playoff of any kind. The whole thing that frustrates me is this name that not a lot of people know: Bill Hancock. This guy, he's the president and chairman of the college football playoff, right? And so right now, he his party line is you know the four team playoff is great the selection committee is the best ever assembled and they always pick the four best teams and give america the best product ever bill hancock was also the chairman of the bcs and for 10 or 15 years was we do not need a playoff we do not need a playoff the bcs formula works this guy he's all just about maintaining whatever status it is i want to know how he went from being the bcs chairman to the college football playoff chairman when for his entire career as a bcs guy all I did was rail against the possibility of a playoff. Yeah. It, it's, what makes this guy special? I think he was an athletic director somewhere. He's got dirt on someone. That's all. <laughs> um, I, everything is probably just some house of cards thing. Yeah. Well, if you're questioning the honesty and integrity of the NCAA, I think you're uh, incorrect there. You know? Well, that's the thing <laughs> is that the Parker NCAA the doesn't have any authority over this. They kind of are like a self-produced entity that, you know, the NCAA makes sure that people are eligible to play in these games, but the college football playoff is the one who sets the championship games. Oh, I, I understand that, but you don't think the NCAA has anything to do with the college football playoff? I love this. Look at this banter we have. I don't think so. Uh, the president of the NCAA, no. I'm saying it's its own thing. All right. We gotta, we yeah, gotta... it's its own independent thing. Air right. quotes around independent. Right. I mean, Man. don't you think? Because like the NCAA makes a ton of money off of the men's basketball tournament for the rights for that. You don't think that they would want the college football playoff television rights if they could have them? I no, I I think they they would, and I I I think that the even though in the years like Gigi was saying that having a week Pac-12 
winner with two losses this year, it's probably going to end up happening because they'll eat themselves and look. I'm saying the college football playoff is a product of the Power Five conferences. Each of the, the Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10, SEC, ACC, all those conference presidents or commissioners formed the college football playoff and agreed that that's how they would crown a national champion. What do you think about the head of the uh, committee this year who's the Oregon athletic director who steps out when they talk about Oregon? And they always make... <laughs> so ridiculous. I'm just like, so when they're talking about Bama, okay, yeah. who's sitting at five, right? He, is he not going to speak exactly. about the Pac-12, like, like, which is a critical spot right. when the Pac-12s are at six, right? Exactly. Six and seven. He's like, all right, well, who are we going to... We've got this team at one, this team at two, this team at three, this team at four, this team at five. Can't tell you who's at six, this team at seven, this yeah. team at eight. You know, like... Now, don't try to go fill in the blanks at all. Yeah. That's, I think it's just a byproduct of uh, having a human element there. There are going to be athletic directors with teams that are going to be in the top 10 discussion and the top four discussion. And I mean, you got to take, he's not going to not have an opinion that isn't voice. If he, he, what he, how he voices it is just bashing Alabama, right? And bashing them makes Oregon look better because they're six. Exactly. Uh, that's what he has to do. Steps out of the room like 38 times. Oh, Oregon was mentioned. You have to leave. Give me a fucking yeah. There's no way. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. How do they regulate that? That's tough. I like eight teams, too. Yeah, me, too. Yeah. It, it says that uh, they're afraid that teams in the Power Five conferences are going to make their out-of-conference schedule all cupcakes because then – so it's going to you know downgrade the regular season games. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Try it. If it sucks, bring it back. I don't know. Yeah. Why not? We'll see if Alabama makes the playoff this year with their uh, I don't cupcake think they will. schedule. Yeah, no chance. Jeej, <laughs> we need some Sub commandments, head. man. We, what, what do you got? Uh, Actually, give me some locks of the week. The Jeej. Oh, oh god. Okay, so locks of the week haven't been going well. Give me two since we last aired. At least the ones that were. I on can't air. even remember what your locks were last time. I don't remember them either, but I think they both lost. Um, actually, no, I remember one. It was the Colts game. I don't remember who they were playing, but Brissett got injured in the first quarter, and I was like, well, that's a loss. And it turned out to be a loss. I, real quick, I just bet the over on the first half in this game of 23. It's 0-0. Zero, it's zero. looking good. It's looking <laughs> good. God. I suck. Sorry, I keep going. All right, so I don't have any locks of the week because they always lose, but the rest of my card usually wins. So I'm just going to give you some games that I like. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna change it up a bit. Just a little curve. We'll, we'll call it something. So different. if anyone's actually tailing me, they won't lose when I give them a lock of the week. Um, I love the Raiders at the Jets. Guess the spread on this one. I would say it's Raiders at Jets. I would say Raiders minus four. Minus two. I don't know. It's minus three. Oh, so you got yeah. okay Raiders, who I think are is a. Really good offensive football team. Um, Needs some work on defense, but they've competed in every game they've played in this year. They drafted well. Against sure. against the uh, New York football Jets with uh, Sammy Darnold at the helm. Um, I don't think they're, it's November now, so the ghosts are gone, I think. But yeah. I still think that line is way too small. So I like, I like the Raiders minus three against the Jets. And for my second quote-unquote lock of the week, not doing locks of the week this week, but... I do have a special treat for you. I have the Dan Pats sure to lose money line parlay of the week. Get Give ready. it to me. Give I'm, it to me. I'm betting it. I got sh- so these are all money line bets. So just 
I'm just going to read them off. I'm not going to give you any reasons why because there's a lot of teams, so I don't want to go into everything. I got the Bears. The Bears. Bears. Oh, gross. I have to bet on the Bears? Texans, so I hope you heard this before the game started. (laughs) Cleveland, New Orleans, Oakland, and Detroit. That's the Dan Pats, sure to lose, money line parlay of the week. How much are you putting on that? A 50 spot? Yeah, I'll put a 50 burger. The current odds at that is a uh, plus 642. That's hot. I do have one question not to dive into each game, but is uh, Stafford playing in that I think his back is just broken. No, but they're playing the Redskins, so I'm good with it. That's an automatic. Yep. God, do you think, dude, Miles Garrett has to be, if we hate Mason Rudolph's face this much. Yeah. I mean, he he has to blows his face. Yeah, his face is all over the. He's got a fat head <laughs> of Mason Rudolph, and he punches it. Isn't the top of Gumby's head like indented a little bit? Can we just put yes. Gumby's face onto Gumby's? That's body? our new movie poster. Or, or did he have a movie? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Did, yeah, I'm sure movie? there was a spinoff movie. Gumby the movie with starring Mason Rudolph. That's actually Gumby. That's actually really funny. I'll get working on that right now. That is awesome. I love it. I was kind of thinking we could also do uh, Wreck It Ralph just with Mason Miles here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Gumby does have a little. I don't know a if little, it's supposed to be hair, but that's exactly that's, the indentation yeah, Rudolph had on top Mason of his head. Rudolph, yeah. That's perfect. We're gonna do it, boys. All right, beer two. What do you guys feel about this? I kind of liked it. A little bit darker, not as Heineken-y. I don't know if it was the beer itself or just the combination, but at the end it tasted rather sweet. I don't know if that's if first you yeah. have to drink a Buddha beer out of a glass and then pour a Tahiti beer into it. That could be a winning combination. Would you say it's a little maltier? Yes. A touch. I, I'm going to say I'm a little turned on by the just the the art on the front of the Tahitian beer. Yeah, I, I really like her dress and her posture. And, She's uh, really straight back. Yeah. Beautiful hair. Very nice hair, a little flower, a Forsky flower at the top. A little Forsky. Yeah, and and uh, on the box it talks about what you should be eating with this beer, and it's like some um, Samoan chicken and some coconut desserts. <laughs> I thought you said Samoan chick. Nope, nope. <laughs> uh, I'm talking oh about what did, what did it say on the box about eating? <laughs> Eat, I'm eating, talking eating about what? foul, the, the bird. Uh, we know it's foul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I got this in the rated R section of Death Row. Eat a adults. Eat a Samoan chick. Yeah, just talking about eating some birds. Uh, What's the next one we got? Singa? Well, it's one of the, for a Thai restaurant in the United States, it's probably their staple. I don't know if it's the staple in Thailand. It's been a while since I've been there, but uh, a pretty tasty beer, if I remember correctly. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Singa. How strong is this one? Does I, it say? I think it's five percent, but let's let's check around. another eleven point two fluid ounces. Here we'll do we a go. Deep dive into the analytics here. Five percent uh, okay. alcohol by, by volume and eleven point two. All right. Let, well, let's crack them and drink them, boys. All right. Or if you guys want to, there we go. Fourth and four on the seventeen. Three. How much time left? It's just started the second quarter. Oh, okay. I'm fucked. Dude, that's how. Who's got the ball? Uh, Houston. So that's going to help me. Kick a field goal. Gumby. We're going to do Gumby, boys. I think uh, Gumby or what's the other one? What's the other idea? Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. We'll, it we'll figure like, it out. Play on words doesn't work as well for like Wreck It Miles. And yeah. We'll, we'll figure something out. But we'll, you guys what will do, see it on our Twitter. What do we call 
Wreck-It Rudolph? Wreck-It Rudolph. And it's just a Gumby poster, though. Wreck-It Rudolph's got a really good rhyme scheme, though. Yeah, it does. The Gumby. But Miles Garrett is the one who's doing the rest. Yeah, exactly, but it could sense. just be him crushing Mason Rudolph's head. I don't know. We'll yeah. figure something out. A lot of violence. You should have Gumby starring Mason Rudolph. Yeah. We we Gumby just... Starring Mason Rudolph's <laughs> newly formed head. <laughs> I hate you, Mason Rudolph. And your quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, is so fat and disgusting. Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Ben Patricia. Ben Patricia. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, so we just gave away $100 today, right? $100 on Twitter. Get on. We'll do $50 today. $50? $50. Talk to us. What's the uh, what's the next big thing? What's what's the next big movie poster? Guys, hook us up. Let us know what's going on. 50, uh, get on 3Beers2 on Twitter, hashtag 3Beers2. Let us know what movie poster we should do next. We'll pick one random person. $50 Amazon gift card, or you can use the Cash app, and I'll tw- uh, give you 50 bucks. And let us know what the next movie poster should be. Get on Patreon, donate to 3 Beers 2, and uh, support the show. Join the podcast. Tell us what beers we should drink, or uh, ask us a question. We'll answer it on air. Give you a shout-out. All right. Or you can get the GG's Locks of the Week, the extra ones we don't talk about, and uh, those are going to win you some money. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> Those are the only ones that win. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the secret ones. That's hey, what we want to no, do. Hog, you see all my picks every week. I know. I do well other than the lot. If someone donates uh, the most out of like the year or something, I will give them access to your action app, and they can see how well you've done. Can we throw out a – I think the group was unanimous on this live bet. Yeah. Uh, third quarter of this Houston Texan – Indianapolis Colts game total yeah. total points over seven and a half. It's gonna happen. I We're think. taking the over on that. Yeah, it's zero zero, but over seven and a half total points. We just went. It's a three nothing right now. Houston just started the second quarter. Um, Listen to this podcast. You know we're we're gonna we'll tweet you stuff out. We'll give you direct messages on picks like this if you donate to the show. Yeah. So when you're listening to this on Friday or Saturday, check the third quarter of this Thursday night game. See how it went. We're saying over it seven. It is and a half going to hit. Quarter. Unless it doesn't. <laughs> okay. So, that's it, boys. Um, I am ready for the misconnections. Oh. Misconnections. Boom, 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 boom. Skeet, boom. Go for it. There is a theme. There's actually two themes. Wait, wait. Let's guess the themes. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, I'm going to say rodeo. Oh, rodeo. rodeo is a fantastic I, know. Pick. I was gonna say horses but rodeo is better specifically riding i think the the word the adjective is gonna be a verb is riding so so you have you have rodeos riding he, he's horses. just riding i think just riding i, I actually going to go back to my tried and true walmart oh, oh the walmart there's probably only one in cheyenne i don't know yeah that's why it's the walmart yeah the walmart wally's world wally my parents called it that wally world so did mine, yeah. Really sad. All right, so fun fact about Craigslist for Cheyenne, Wyoming. There's actually just one Craigslist for all of Wyoming. Because <laughs> if you go on the Craigslist main page, it's like Craigslist and then state by state, and it says Wyoming, and then the blue hyperlink is just Wyoming. So it didn't matter if we did Jackson Hole or Cheyenne or anywhere in the state of Wyoming. It was just going to be So if I, when I put my thumbtack up there, it's just Wyoming. Yeah, just Wyoming. Okay. The entire state is now crossed off. <laughs> All right, uh, male looking for tools to polish at my storage. I have a place to polish tools today and tonight. I will store if you want. 
Wait, what's he storing? His tools. <laughs> yeah. The tools. Oh, what my God. is he removing? Oh, God. Oh. The tools he's polishing, he's storing for the and person who's... Toolbox. Like, tool where box. else? That's a, a cave storage area. Yeah, that's gross. All right. Uh, here in Rock Springs, deep cleaning tool polisher. Need your tool cleaned. I can do the job. The bigger the tool, the better. Please give me a description of your tool. Description spelled with a capital D. Ooh. Merely a coincidence, Ooh. I'm sure. So the people of Wyoming are handy, I assume. They are very handy. I bet Home Depot is packed on Saturdays. B- Bubbles would tell us they're just a lot of people who like to work on things here. Right. Yeah, that's all it is. Well, they, they like to work on things, but they also want to make sure that the objects they use to work on things are well-maintained are very and clean. cleaned. Yeah, polished specifically. Polished. All right, Cheyenne, young tool cleaner here. What? Young My tool cleaner God. looking to clean big, older tools. Email me for pics. Oh. I don't think I've ever heard that on this show. Older tools. Refer- well, some people appreciate well, craftsmen. Know, like, yeah, you know, like built for life. Saggy old balls. Like it's got that weird metal smell about it. Heirloom tools that you pass down from generation to generation. Yeah. It's like a weed whacker you just can't turn on. It's older, so you have to really give it the extra effort. It's probably got a lot of rust on it. Yeah, too. gross. Built up layers and layers <laughs> of rust. All right, uh, in Riverton, have a nice tool that needs Jeez. put to work. Male hair, looking for a nice, moist shed for my tool. Oh. Please send pick of shed and what else you have to Wait, offer. Doesn't he know that if he puts his tool in a moist shed, it's going to rust? I don't think he's afraid of rust. <laughs> I don't think it's a long-term storage. Oh, short, short-term solution. <laughs> Got it. So what do you think his storage unit he's talking about is? It's, um, it's not the wider shed he's used to. He's looking around back. It's like oh, the oh. really dirty, like muddy one he wants to... <laughs> Like I'm the, sorry. I wasn't quick enough to make that funny. It's not well maintained. There's some grass in front of the door. You have to yeah. go through. Oh. All right. Uh, in Cheyenne, who is that mask man? Anonymity is mine and yours. I have two masks. Special for those 18 to 35 guys that always wanted to try having their CS, but were afraid now you have that chance. Bring that white mm, to me. White only guy here. Gonna, I don't know what you I'm going to choke. What's this? Can you see? C- C- what? It's like a siesta? I'm no. confused at what that is. Uh, so it was C dash dash apostrophe S dash dash apostrophe. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I couldn't get that when you were going through it. I love the way you read these, by the way. Because I feel like you are the person you should writing. Have, like coin spin? Like he's going to flip his coin? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Maybe it's a game of chance. I, I'm trying to think of like polishing a tool and a reference. I can't do that right now. But uh, yeah, I don't know. In Cody, Wyoming, there is a lonely female tool polisher. I'm looking to see Shut who's up. there. Are there any females around Cody that are interested in polishing a tool and all? I am willing to return the favor if you are interested. Message me and I will give more information about myself. Wait, hold on. This is a female wanting to polish other females tools uh no he's he's looking for a female to polish his go on like tinder what is this guy doing well, no tinder's for romantic getaways this yeah. is oh, this is for this is actual a, work to polish tools oh, i'm sorry is a hookup app this is talking about wyoming, routine maintenance wyoming is tough on tools it sounds like everything's yeah. rusted the and everything needs to be are, polished yeah, yeah you don't get your yeah okay all right in cheyenne <laughs> moving on i have winched you out twice you are an extremely sexy female who drive a production water tanker. You are extremely sexy. If you see this, hit me up. Uh, uh, uh. How many times have you seen an extremely sexy woman 
driving a water tanker. Not even just a water tanker. We're talking production oh, water sh- tanker. Sh- production. What Boy, the hell does that mean? This is Wyoming, Hog. You can't assume that a female that's driving a water tanker is not going to be an absolute dime piece. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's where Sports Illustrated goes scouting for their next uh, swimsuit mission yeah. is the production water tanker drivers of Wyoming. I feel like every country song is a, a dude driving and his farmer's daughter is driving a tractor and she's attractive. So maybe maybe you're right. She's maybe. going to Jackson's Hole. Yeah. And well, Ooh, I, see f- you, I see what you did there. I I kind of want to tap into our uh, mutual friend who is from Wyoming and figure out what their lingo is there. Because, yeah. Like, did, did he use this stuff? Sky Sky? Yeah. I, I, we could ask him. Yeah. Bring Sky Sky? Sky Sky, call in. <laughs> Let us know. Um, do you talk about Tool that much in... Cheyenne. Oh, by the way, a lot of Cheyenne. A lot of so Cheyenne. I feel like we've yeah. hit the right market. Well, I think it is one of the largest cities in Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think it's the only city in Wyoming. <laughs> a lot of towns and unincorporated I, I totally areas. forgot about Jackson, Jackson Hole, though. That was could have been a great one for yeah. uh, Jackson Hole, which metaphors, be a bunch of euphemisms rich and, people. Like, I saw you getting <laughs> off your G5 at the ski resort. I was at the G4 park next to you. I thought you, you were just going to say, I saw like you getting off and just yeah. we're going to finish the sentence. That'd have been good. Your tail number was N four five eight two nine. Before we yes. go on any further, do you have like a do you have like a one that you're going to use at the end that's going to be amazing? Because uh, I saw you laughing at one point. And I there's figured... a couple. I got to see. It. Okay. I um, yeah. I think I know which one I want to save for the end. Let's let's do it. I let's might have it. to move around to find it, but we let's can do it. you know cut and edit as needed. Ski boop. Cody. Cody visitor seeks mature take charge buddy. Visiting six Cody to clean out my recently passed mother's house and looking to for a confident, mature, take charge hung man who likes to six spank and enjoy my submissive to nature will be arriving later six on Saturday and need eight to be of use often. Evenings best six, but days are possible seven. Let's not waste time. Get in touch in town Saturday night to Tuesday night. Five now or five nine, hundred and thirty-five male here. Let's have fun hosting, not traveling. This one's bad. So like he's <laughs> looking for this hookup, whatever, and then he has to bring in his dead mom. Is that what it was? Yeah, that one's sad. He's cleaning out his dead mother's house. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have why? fun. Now, what's at first? I thought the numbers were just randomly tossed in there, but I'm pretty sure it's a phone number spaced out. Uh, oh, we've just uh, outed this guy. Yeah. Cracked the broke code. the code. Enigma right. machine my ass. All right, uh, Casper, <laughs> nine inch tool, thirty, oh. tall, slim, looking for some fun. I am thirty, tall, good looking, athletic, and looking for someone to hang out with. I am free anytime as I own my own business. Send email with the current weather and Facebook. I promise you won't regret it. I love the humble brag there. I own my own business. Send email with the current weather yeah. and Facebook. I mean, there's a there's a lot of bragging going on in that post, but yeah, it wasn't just the uh, the business. The business. Well, the weather. Can we? Yeah, there's there's something there, Excuse right? me? It's to show that it's from today, I don't I guess. But can you not Google it's like that? The new, take a picture of today's newspaper. But you can just be like, weather app, I'm in <laughs> bullshit Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. Sure, yeah, that could work, but I guess... They, they, don't, they don't have internet in Wyoming. Oh, you're right. <laughs> no, they got the dial-up. They got, dial up, they got not, the dial-up. That's true. I'm waiting for one of these to be like, respond at this post office box. Yeah. I have to unplug my phone from 9 to 10 p.m. to get your fax. 
You remember that shit. All right. I'll be parked at the Laramie Walmart next week. <laughs> Laramie. All right. This one is in Laramie. Sub male for dominant woman. Hi, Ooh. submissive male, 51, 510, fairly handsome, good career, home, would like to connect with a dominant, strong, merciless, and very bossy woman, ages 25 to 50. You could turn me into your actual slave property. FLR, TPE, FTT. No male involvement. Please send pick and description, including your requirements for a servant when replying. Please explain those acronyms. <clears throat> FLR, TPE, FTT. T-T. Do you know what they mean? Or no, no. those have all got to be like BDSM like yeah. terms. I'm going to take it in my my booty and well, let's, let's figure all these out. FLR. <sighs> Can you? All right, you Google FLR. Oh, I was just going to start making shit oh, up. I mean, that works. I'm too. Googling. Let me turn off my Bluetooth here. LTE has got to be likes to eat. Uh, thermoplastic elastomer. That's probably not what he's talking about. FLR. This is way not as female cool dominance? as I thought. Female dominant relationships. Yeah. Womp womp. FTT. Womp. Female take t- top to charge. To take charge. Take charge. Take charge. Take charge. Oh. Yeah. Take charge. And TPE <laughs> is total power exchange. Oh, this oh, is all right. This, garbage. This guy's trash. Man, this guy. <laughs> he really likes being on the bottom. Power bottom. No, he's not. A, he's a not a power bottom. All right, uh, strapped it on him with me. <laughs> and Casper, you, you wanna, uh, husband searching for LT friend, younger couple seeking long-term friend uh-oh. situation. No oh. straight men. You be between twenty-one to forty-eight. Be into bigger women. Into playing with both sides. Under three hundred oh. pounds. Send <laughs> face slash D pics and stats, or be ignored. Have your own vehicle. Us. 28 slash 30, both blonde blue. Not Ken and Barbie looking for open-minded male friend that likes both sides of the aisle. Expect some emails. We are wanting a continuous situation with a like-minded individual. All right. I'm not like a good-looking dude. I'm not a good-looking dude. Now, let's just say that. I like your face. They, um, they're not Barbie. You're much more attractive than Mason Rudolph. <laughs> God, the bar said super low. Um, <laughs> but... He has to be under 300 pounds. Like, that is a couple of beanbags just going at it, right? That's gross. I mean, the woman's bigger because it says be into bigger women. doesn't say anything about what the guy here who's asking he's for. He's 5'2", like. a buck yeah, he's, 15. he's small. Yeah. Uh, but he's no Ken and Barbie. You got to be small to get in the folds, you know? To crease the... God, uh, that's gross. Sometimes the folds the are hot. Yeah, they like starch their folds. <laughs> so it absorbs sweat. You don't want mildew in there? No, then it's like... Then you have a moist tool and then it's going to get rusty. <laughs> then you have to polish it. Casper, Wyoming. 18 male in search of big, beautiful woman. I'm mainly looking for BBW. a... All right, I'm mainly looking for a BJ in my car tonight. <laughs> but anything after that we'll have to see, I guess. Please send a pic to verify you're real. What does BJ stand for? Uh, it's a pizza chain <laughs> in the, throughout the U.S. Oh, is that the place with the brew house? They have the yeah. best pizza crust ever. Pazuki? It's also yeah, a, uh, a wholesale spot, like a Sam's Got Club it. or a Costco. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that you're like some, never mind, some big, beautiful girl is going to be like, yeah, I'll give them a, a BJ, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, anything yeah. after that, we'll have to see, I yeah, guess. Yeah, no, get the fuck Not out of my car. Commitment. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right, uh, in the basin area, (laughs) 
you know, on Craigslist, they show like a little miniature map and with the circle around where it could be. Yeah. This map in the basin area is just gray. Like there's no <laughs> town. There's no roads going through it. Some yeah. guy just posting via like a satellite phone. Yeah. All right. Uh, tools needed. Hello. I need tools. Trying to drain all the built up stuff. If you could loan me your tools for just a bit, I could drain it. Dot, dot, dot. You need a tool to drain a tool. Right? Is that what's happening here? Yeah, it's called an extractor tool. To drain the snake. <laughs> yeah, to drain the snake. Yeah, because sometimes your snake, drains snake like pipes, gets plugged. The snake gets plugged in the pipe, and you need an extractor to drain the snake. Yeah, it's like that Chinese doctor plug. you were talking about to save that guy's life. Exactly. Exactly the same situation. <laughs> All right. God. Uh, now I can't wait to edit here's this. Here's an outlier. This guy must be from out of town, not uh, a Wyoming native, because he does not know the preferred nomenclature. Cheyenne, need to feed someone sausage. <laughs> Is that all he said? I Wait. have a sausage that needs eaten. Available now. <laughs> Hit me up if interested. <laughs> Is, Is he asking for... Uh, M or F? Or what is he doing? He doesn't care. He didn't say... He just wants a mouth. Wow. He's, well, someone's hungry. Yeah. He, he has, cares. He has fresh sausage. It's fresh ground from his pigs. I mean, yeah. He's trying to give him some in a, a world full of In a world full of tools, be a sausage. You know, stand out a little bit. All right. Give me your, give me your last one. All <laughs> right. Rock Springs. Cornhole players. Yes. Do any men play cornhole? The instructions are simple. Just come over and drop your drawers and cornhole me. Oh, oh, shut wow. the fuck up. <laughs> I wish Bubbles were here because that was the perfect setup. I honestly thought, have you guys seen the Cornhole Championships? They've had yeah, the ones that they televise now? Wait, yeah, I, no, I, I have never. was like an ad for that. Like, let's go play some Cornhole. I have not that seen those a, Cornhole That took a hard left turn. <laughs> Oh, that's a oh. gross way to describe a butthole, that by was the way. My favorite, I think that was my favorite misconnection of all time. That was my favorite. What if someone showed up with a set of bags yeah. and went to throw, <laughs> and <laughs> the dude just bent? Oh, God. They only read the first sentence of yeah. the misconnection. Oh, I love cool. Cool. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I loved Cheyenne. Cheyenne was great. But it was very... Um, tool-centric. It was very tool-centric, right? Yeah. that's The vernacular there is definitely tool, much like South Dakota. Geographically and demographically similar. You you might have heard of well fuck, and that was the Texans scoring and uh, fucking the Jeej. Let me explain why I said that. So I, I picked the Texans minus three and a half for the game, but I was Colts plus three for the first half. So push for the first half. That's a Texans win. Just win outright. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I'm all over the place. This is not how you're supposed to bet. Wait. There's not an extra point yet. Oh. It's the extra point. Come on. What do you guys think of the beer? I like Singa. I would say Singa is my favorite beer. Singa is the best out of the three. Yeah. And Worst th- bottle, I would say, because you have Buddha, you have Hot Chick, you have Thai Dragon thing. Yeah. I mean, is it, it's, it's a liger. It's a liger. Yeah. It's pretty, been done. Pretty much my favorite animal. Yeah. I think it's the best beer. I would, th- I would go Singa, Buddha bottle, and then Thai Dragon chick what i think it goes singa tahiti buddha bottle tahiti tahiti i'm gonna buddha bottle takes the bottle yeah Yeah. i'm gonna follow fab i really like the buddha bottle but it was probably my third favorite of the group jeej is trying to figure out the hell he's at so he wants to see the alcohol content that's all jeej cares about (laughs) no i was just making sure that all these were actually brewed overseas and not brewed in the united states they are all 11.2 milliliters or whatever one's 11.15 okay my bad 
But yeah, so my order would be Hinano, Tahiti, Singha, and then Buddha. I'm not gonna beat a dead horse here. Buddha's got the best bottle. That's it. I love it. Thanks for joining me, guys. That was awesome. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. I think we answered the rest versus rust argument here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we had, we took a couple weeks off. Did we recover yeah. or were we rusty getting back into it? I think it's just one of our best episodes by far. <laughs> Guys, $50 Amazon gift card or PayPal. Tell us what movie poster we're going to use. I think we're going to go Gumby. I'm not 100% sure. We'll figure it out. But let us know what you want. If we pick your idea, $50 Amazon gift card. Get on Patreon. Donate to the show. We'll have you on the show. You could pick our beers. You could ask us a question. Doesn't matter. Play a friendly game of cornhole. I mean, yeah, I don't we know. Could, you could play a friendly game of cornhole with the guys. That's hot. Shy. You are magical tonight. Shy, thank you so much for having us. Let's get some of these guys, these misconnections hooked up. Join the show, donate, get on social media, follow us. Thanks, guys. Pulp Fiction, it was Gigi. Ah. Gigi. Gigi said that. Gigi said that. My name is Gigi. My name is Jeff. That says all the other smart shit. <laughs> Cut all of this. <laughs> you got to make waves to find the wet spot, man. That's oh, terrifying. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we are off all right rails uh, dude